Hey, today's motivational quote comes from an unknown individual, but it's a very powerful quote. The quote says, the greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. I'll say it one more time. The greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. You know, the reason I like this quote so much is because in life, sometimes things happen and you make mistakes and many times you focus on those mistakes and they make you want to stop, to stop trying. But think about your English journey. Many times you are scared to make a mistake. You don't want to make an incorrect sentence. You don't want to make a grammar mistake. But in actuality, mistakes show you that you're learning and you're growing. And that's exactly why the quote says, the greatest mistake is living in constant fear of making a mistake. So instead of being scared to make mistakes, Instead of being silent and instead of not saying something in English because you don't want to sound wrong or make a mistake, go out today and make tons of mistakes. That's right. Go out and try what you have learned. That's how you grow. So again, the greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. Don't be afraid. You can do it. I believe in you. Go out and make some mistakes. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn two new vocabulary words. They are abstract and genre. And you're also going to learn two new English expressions blank slate, and con artist. Now, these vocabulary words and expressions will help you sound more like a native English speaker and will help you speak English fluently and with confidence. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is actually my Academy's monthly membership. You see, there is a monthly membership called the Daily English Lessons Membership. That's right. In my Academy, you can study based on daily lessons. I have created 365 lessons. That's right. Lessons for an entire year to help you improve your English fluency. 
So if you go to my academy and you look for the daily English lessons membership, you can join me and tons of other students from around the world who are already improving their English fluency. So all you have to do is go to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com and click on the daily English lessons membership. You will follow this 365 day plan and no longer have to worry about what will you study today? What will you study tomorrow? I've organized everything for you. So click the link in the description or go directly to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. We are all waiting and ready for you. So click the link in the description and join us. All right, now let's jump right in to our vocabulary. All right, now I mentioned the first vocabulary word is actually abstract. One more time after me for pronunciation practice. Abstract. Very good. Now this word abstract just means art. If we use it for abstract art, it means art that does not attempt to represent external reality, but seeks to achieve its effect using shapes, forms, colors, and textures. So again, the word is abstract and we use it in conjunction with art to say abstract art. And once again, Abstract art is art that does not attempt to represent external reality, but seeks to achieve its effect using shapes, forms, colors, and textures. So for example, instead of an individual drawing the picture of a human, the picture of a face that looks exactly like a person's face, let's say they used a circle and then a square. And then a triangle, we can say, oh, they are an abstract artist. Now, I want to tell you a quick story because, you know, I actually enjoy drawing and painting. But when I was growing up, I actually liked photorealism. Now, photorealism means you can paint or draw something that looks exactly like the person or thing you're drawing. So when I was growing up, I worked hard. I studied tons of art books because I wanted to make all of my pictures photorealistic to the point that if you looked at them, you would think they were a photograph. However, as I got older, my style changed. You see, when I moved to South Korea, I was an, uh, a missionary English teacher. I loved what I did, but then I was able to go to graduate school in Korea and I studied oriental painting. Now my initial plan was to paint beautiful portraits of Korean people. But as I studied in the program and learned new styles and learned new brush techniques, suddenly my pictures and my paintings started to change. They started to get less realistic and more abstract. And it got to the point where I started using shapes to represent people instead of actual drawings of individuals based on the photorealistic style. 
Needless to say, by the time I graduated, all of my paintings were abstract paintings. So I went from being a photorealistic artist to being an abstract artist. And even now when I'm just feeling relaxed and want to kind of sketch, I usually will draw an abstract portrait, something representative of another thing, but not exactly like it. So abstract art is very popular. And I also ended up going down the path of an abstract artist. All right. So one more time after me for pronunciation, abstract. Excellent. Last time, abstract. Good job. So abstract art. Now the second one that I want to tell you about, um, well, before I get to that second one, let me give you some example sentences that will help you with abstract art. Here we go. Sentence number one, it is important to respect all types of abstract art, even if you do not understand it. Sentence number two, even though it is not as old as realism, abstract art has been a genre for over 100 years. And sentence number three, abstract art allows a person to see with their eyes only what their mind perceives. All right, good. So let's move on to the second vocabulary word, which is genre. One more time after me, genre. Excellent. All right. Now genre, this word just means a style of art and music that involves a particular set of characteristics. All right. So a certain genre. Now you may know that I really like music. I really love to sing. I really love to uh, enjoy listening to music. I really enjoy that. Even when I'm exercising, I usually listen to music. So what I'd like to do is sing some songs for you. Are you okay with that? I think you'll like that. So there are many different genres that I like. One genre is CCM, and this is contemporary Christian music. And another genre is gospel. So I want to sing you first just a short portion of a gospel song. Now, this was from a group called Virtue, and they actually went to the same university that I attended. They're older than me, but they went to the same university, and they have beautiful voices, three sisters. And the song is called Angels Watching Over Me. You can check it out if you'd like on YouTube, online, but again, it's called Angels Watching Over Me, and it's by the gospel group Virtue. So here we go. <clears throat> They encamp all around me, so I have no fear. They tell me he loves me, whisper in my ear. It means the world to me to have them near. These are my angels over me. They come from the throne above, from before his face. They carry the light of love, 
Cover me with grace. They want to see me complete this race. These are my angels over me. All right, so I'll stop there. This is, again, one of my favorite songs from years ago, but it's a gospel song, so the gospel genre of music. Now, another song is contemporary Christian music. It's from this genre, and this song is called Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. And I'll sing a short portion of this song, but it has a different style from the gospel song. So here we go. It's it's another slow song but a little bit of a different style. So here we go. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you, I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory, Lord, pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. So that would be considered contemporary Christian music, that genre. So there are two different genres. We had gospel and we have CCM. So now you understand different genres. So let me give you three sentences really quickly using genre. Here we go. The first one is, I am interested in all genres of art, including ultra-realism and contemporary. Next, sentence two. The store carries a wide variety of musical genres. And finally, sentence three. Country music is the only type of genre I like. All right. So once again, after me, we have genre. Last time, genre. All right. Excellent. Now let's move on to our English expressions for today. Remember, I mentioned the two expressions are blank slate and con artist. So let's get started with the first one, blank slate. Now, blank slate just refers to something that does not show or express anything or someone or something that is empty or lacks knowledge. All right, we say blank slate in English. And the easiest way to remember this is blank is kind of like empty or not there. So something that is empty. Now, I want to tell you a story about when I bought my first house. So this is when I was about 23 years old. I had just gotten my job at NASA um, and I had been living in an apartment, but it was time for me to purchase a home. So I had my realtor and I told him exactly the type of house that I wanted. So we searched for quite a while. You know, whenever you're looking for a house, it takes a long time. 
So he showed me a few houses, but they really weren't the type or style of house I was looking for. And then we found the house. When I walked in the door, I said, this is my house. Now my realtor, you know, he said, Tiffany, I know you like it, but remember we have to go through the process of putting an offer and seeing if they accept it. And I said, I understand that, but this is the house that I want and it's going to be mine. So he said, okay, well, hopefully you can get it. So we continued, went through the process. I put an offer. Um, someone else had a better offer, but in the end, I got the house. Everything worked out. Now, when I got the house, I got the keys and I drove up on the first day, I opened the door and the house was completely empty. Remember, I was moving into it. The house was a blank slate. I could paint the walls, whatever I wanted to paint them. I could buy whatever decorations I wanted to. It was my house and I could turn that blank slate into something beautiful. Makes sense, right? Again, a brand new house when you first move in is a blank slate. It's totally empty. Now, I really did love that house. Eventually, I sold it, but it was a really, really nice house. So now you understand what a blank slate is and what that expression means. So let me give you three example sentences. Here we go. I never view my students as blank slates because they enter the classroom with value and insight. Sentence two, artists love beginning with a blank slate in order to create a new masterpiece. And finally, sentence number three, when babies are born, they begin as blank slates, anxiously waiting to learn from their new environment. All right, so once again after me, blank slate. Excellent, very good. All right, now the next expression is con artist. One more time, con artist. All right, excellent. Now a con artist is a person who cheats or tricks others by persuading them to believe something that is not true. Now I want to tell you this story. Maybe you are familiar with what is known as a multi-level marketing business. We call them MLMs in America. Now, the way multi-level marketing works is one person gets multiple people underneath them and whatever the individuals make underneath them, they get a portion of their sales. So everyone's goal is to get people underneath them. And it works like a pyramid because there's one person at the top that is getting money from everybody underneath him or her. Now, it's a very popular thing in America. However, it's kind of seen as a scheme now or a scam. So let me tell you about my experience um, with an MLM or someone trying to get me into an MLM. So I actually have been in one MLM before, a multi-level marketing, um, I guess not scheme, but a business. Uh, it was from one of my mother's coworkers and she was a good person, but I got in it and I realized, Hey, this is not going to work for me. So I got out of it. But the story is after I got out of it and I understood now how things worked, I was very mm, apprehensive. 
I was very cautious when it came to people trying to get me into other MLMs. So I remember one night I was at Starbucks and it always seemed like individuals trying to get you in an MLM were at these coffee shops and you could see them and feel them watching you. So I was at this coffee shop that was connected to a bookstore that I frequented when I was living in Alabama. And I was sitting down reading a book and had some hot chocolate and I could feel somebody watching me. And I looked up and the person was well-dressed. It was a guy, he was well-dressed, but there was something about him. He wasn't looking at me as if to try to talk to me or try to get my phone number. I could tell that he was kind of sizing me up, trying to see if he could get me in on some deal. There's just a certain look that individuals have. So I looked back at my book and I just happened to look up again and we made eye contact and he immediately walked over to me and he started his pitch. Hey, how are you? What's your name? I told him my name. He said, okay, I see you're reading. Um, I see that you're really, you know, about, you know, improving yourself. And he continued to talk and he said, well, I have this, this, um, company that I would love you to be a part of. And he continued to speak and he sounded so much like a con artist. Like he knew it really wasn't going to bring me a lot of money. It was only going to bring him money. And as he continued to talk, I think he could tell by the look on my face that I was getting uninterested. I really was not interested in what he was offering. So his, his speech, his pitch to me kind of slowed down. And he was like, you're not interested, are you? I said, no, I appreciate you coming over and asking me, but I'm really okay. He said, okay, I understand. Well, um, if you ever want to uh, find out more information, he gave me his card and his phone number. And then he kind of walked away and I said, you know what? In my head, I said to myself, people see individuals like that as con artists sometimes because they know about MLMs. Even though he seemed like a nice guy, he still seemed like a con artist, just trying to get someone to come in so that he could make more money. Makes sense, right? Con artists, right? All right. Again, a person who cheats or tricks others by persuading them to believe something that is not true trying to make someone believe they were going to make a lot of money when in essence, he was the one that was going to make a lot of money. All right. So there are three sentences. Here we go. The first sentence is the company was a full, excuse me. The company was full of con artists. One more time. The company was full of con artists. They stole millions of dollars from hardworking people. Next, sentence two, do not trust him with your savings. He is a con artist. And sentence number three, he is very handsome, but his business is a sham. He is nothing more than a con artist. So again, after me, one more time, con artist. Excellent. All right. So we had two expressions. We had blank slate and con artist. Now, do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Hey, it's, 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 it's story time. Come on. It's story time. Come on. Come on. It's story time. Hey, (laughs) it's story time. Come on. Come on. It's story time. Go ahead. Bop your head. It's story time. Hey, here we go. Ah, yes. (laughs) All right. It 
is story time. All right, you all know how much I enjoy story time. And today, I'm going to use the two vocabulary words and the two expressions to tell you a story. So here we go. Again, we have abstract art, genre, blank slate, and con artist. So here we go. Now, this little boy was about 15 years old, and he decided that he wanted to be an artist. Now, he had been studying art for quite a while. He's had, he had that talent for art. Even when he was a young little boy at four and five years old, everyone could tell that he would be really good at art. So one day as he was sitting at home, the phone started ringing and he heard his mom pick up the phone in the background and say hello. She said, oh, okay, I'll tell him. Thank you so much. And then she hung up the phone and she walked into his room and she said, um, Billy, she said, yes, mom. She said, Billy, that was your teacher. She told me that you got an art scholarship. And he said, what? She said, yes, she told me that you did an abstract painting for class last week and she submitted it and it actually won a competition. And part of the award was a scholarship. Billy jumped up. He was so excited. He gave his mom a hug because it had actually been his first time painting something in an abstract style. You see, his favorite genre was photorealism, but... That one day last week, he decided to do an abstract painting. So Billy was on cloud nine. He had won this competition. He had gotten this scholarship. So now Billy knew what he was going to do moving forward in life. So the next week, Billy went to school and he ran into his teacher's classroom and gave her a huge hug and said, thank you so much, teacher, for entering my painting, my abstract painting. I'm really so happy. And she said, Billy, I'm proud of you. She said, but I know that was your first time drawing and painting something in an abstract style. I know your favorite genre is genre is photorealism. So in order for you to grow as an artist, I'm going to have to teach you many different styles. He said, okay, teacher, I'm ready. And she took out a huge piece of paper. She laid it out in front of him and she said, Billy, this is a blank slate. There's nothing on this paper. I'm going to tell you a style. I'm going to give you a book about that style. And I want you to mimic. I want you to copy the artists who paint and draw in that style. And I want you to practice over and over again. And we'll do many different styles. He said, okay, teacher. She said, all right, great. Here's the first style I want you to look at. So he was looking at the book and he realized sometimes working with a blank slate can be hard, but he was determined. He was so happy to have the scholarship and he wanted to impress his teacher. Now, as he was reading the book that the teacher had given him, another boy walked in, one of his classmates, not his friend. The boy walked in and said, hey, man, how you doing? He said, I'm good. How are you? He said, oh, um, so uh, I heard you got a scholarship. He said, yeah, I did. Thank you. Thank you, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, no, congratulations. You know, good job. He said, um. But, uh, you know, I I have this thing that I kind of want to sell to you, you know, this jacket I have, you know, you wear this jacket around and you'll look really cool. You know, you got the scholarship, you'll look really cool with this new jacket on. 
And Billy stopped and looked at the little boy. He said, man, I'm not falling for that. You're just a con artist. He's like, come on, Billy. Come on, Billy. You got a scholarship now, man. You got lots of money. And he was like, just because I got a scholarship doesn't mean I have money. And the boy laughed and said, all right, all right, all right. Well, when you do have some money, come talk to me. I'll have this jacket ready for you so you can be the cool dude in school. And the guy walked out of the classroom and Billy just laughed because, again, everybody knew that guy was just a con artist. The coat probably wasn't even worth as much as he wanted to sell it for. But just from that interaction, Billy realized, wait a minute. I got this scholarship because of this painting I did, this abstract painting. I can really start earning money from my art. And even though the guy was playing around with me, there's something to this art. And that was the start for Billy. His motivation to move forward and finally one day become a great artist. And it all started from one abstract painting. All right. Okay. So did you hear all of the words and expressions in the story? You heard abstract art. You heard genre, blank slate, and con artist, right? Excellent. All right. Now, I really, really hope you enjoyed the story. I hope it helped you understand how to use the words and expressions naturally and in real life. Now, I do want to remind you that, again, this episode was brought to you by the Daily English Lessons membership in my academy. Remember, I want you to join us. I want you to be able to learn English every single day. So again, go to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Then sign up, enroll in the Daily English Lessons membership, and you can join tons of students from around the world who are studying based on my plan every single day. Please join us. We'll be happy to have you. All right. Thank you so much again. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Here we go. Now, don't miss next time because you know that we'll be looking for you next time to learn new vocabulary and new expressions. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English. English.